Hey everyone, it's Jeannie, Pistol Packin' Mountain Mama Health Nut. Welcome to Throw Out the Trash. I'm so glad you're here. First, I just want to thank all of my listeners because it's because of you that I do this podcast and it makes me smile that every time I've seen that you've listened, so thank you. Well, finding out through my annual blood test that my body wasn't absorbing calcium like I thought, it led me to a topic that hadn't really entered my mind before and that is the alkaline diet. So in the All Things Health segment today, I'll discuss what it actually is. Is it just a fad diet? The pros and cons of it, and of course, at the end, I'll give you my overall opinion. And then in my second segment, I call Mountain Adventures, I'll share a true story about what can happen, well, what has happened on a famous dugway on our road that leads to our ranch. It's so famous it even has a special name now, and I'll tell you why. First, do you have that one wall in your house that's bare, and it just needs something to brighten up the room, or maybe you've had the same pictures hanging in your living room like me for about 10 years now? Well, how about a beautiful photo taken in the Rocky Mountains? Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and you could ask that special someone to buy you a new picture, or treat yourself, or buy it for someone else. From now until the end of February 2024, you can purchase any photo from any gallery for 10% off. Just put in the code HEART24. You can view these photos and purchase them on my website. It's mountainadventures.smugmug.com. And then again, the code is HEART24. And it goes from today, January 29th, through the month of February. Well, alkaline foods and the alkaline diet caught my attention when I had my annual blood work done. And I like to think I eat pretty clean, but there's always room for improvement. But I was surprised when my test results came back and there was two things that set up a red flag. One is that my kidneys are not performing at optimal levels. So I like to say they're sluggish. And two, my body isn't absorbing calcium like it should. And that really surprised me because even though I don't eat dairy, I do supplement with calcium, magnesium, and vitamin D3. So... A trip to the health food store was warranted, and I was fortunate enough to be able to visit with a very knowledgeable man there. He has about 30 plus years experience in the health and nutrition world, and he helped me find the very best supplement to take. But then he said something that really intrigued me. He said, for overall bone health, taking or eating calcium is not the most important thing for bone health. I'm like, what? And he said, although it's important, it's number three on the list. So what is number one? And he said, it's lifting weights. Okay, check, I do that. But I could also be better. And he said, number two is your diet. And then lastly, number three is eating or supplementing with calcium. So let's go back to the diet. His suggestion for me was to follow the alkaline diet. So I found a list online that gave foods that were more acidic and then foods that were more alkaline. And after researching it, I found that I already eat a lot of the foods that are more alkaline, but I do eat some that are more acidic, according to the chart. But to spur my curiosity even more, that same day, I happened to see a Woman's World magazine in the checkout line at the grocery store. Of course, on the front cover was the headline, Alkaline Cure That Releases Fat. So I just had to buy it. And if you're interested in reading it, it's the January 29th, 2024 copy. So just what is the alkaline diet, and is it really that healthy for you? Can it prevent certain diseases? Can it help you lose weight? Well, let's talk about it. 
First off, the alkaline diet has different names. So it goes by the alkaline ash diet, alkaline acid diet, acid ash diet, pH diet, and Dr. CB's alkaline diet. And he was an, an herbalist who created a plant-based diet version of the alkaline diet. Okay, so these are interesting names. And why are the words ash used? Well, it started in the mid-1800s with the idea that once food metabolizes in the body, the particles leave either an alkaline ash or an acidic ash. Now, that's hard to envision, but that's the history of it anyways. Overall, this diet is intended to help balance the blood pH levels of the fluids in your body, including your blood and urine. The pH in your body is essentially a homeostasis state that you want your body to be in. The number given for this is 7 on a scale from 0 to 14. And then below 7 means your body pH levels are more acidic, and above 7 means your body levels are more alkaline. And this is the theory. The foods that you eat may change your pH level to either acidic or alkaline, and the more acidic you are, the more health issues you might have. What food should you eat for your body to be at level 7? And it's actually 7.4. But what kind of foods? And they say fresh vegetables, fruits, and then unprocessed plant-based sources of protein. Okay, so I already have questions about that part, but, but let's keep going. Here are some examples of foods that experts say are more acidic versus alkaline. So let's talk about the acidic processed foods first. So that could be cold cereal even caffeine, eggs and beef, oats and whole wheat, milk, peanuts and almonds, pasta, rice, bread. Those are just a few off of the list that they say are more acidic. And then some of the alkaline examples would be like spinach, tomatoes, broccoli, watermelon, avocados, potatoes, and sweet potatoes. I'll come back to some of these foods in a little bit, but what are some of the health issues you could possibly have by eating a lot of acidic foods? Well, according to an article by Dr. Axe, and it was titled, Alkaline Diet, the Key to Longevity in Fighting Chronic Disease. And that was a question the article was trying to answer. And some of the health risks of your body being more acidic are numerous chronic diseases and ailments like hypertension, diabetes, arthritis, vitamin D deficiency. By the way, my level's for some reason, on my blood tests were perfect, but I do work on that. And then another problem could be low bone density. Doctors and scientists say that when you have low levels of calcium in your blood, your body will basically steal it from your bones, and this can lead to osteoporosis. Now, my mother had osteoporosis, so it's been a concern for me, but here's the good news. Just because your parents had a disease doesn't mean that you will automatically get it. Your parents had the diseases they had because of the lifestyle choices they made. Even though you might be predisposed for a certain disease doesn't mean you're doomed to get it. And I like that for sure. So there might be some health risks of eating too much acidic foods, but what are the health benefits from eating more alkaline foods? So the benefits would be a lower risk for hypertension and stroke. It can lower chronic pain and inflammation boost vitamin absorption and prevent magnesium deficiency, improve your immune system, protect against getting cancer, can help maintain healthy weight, prevent plaque formation in blood vessels, stop calcium from accumulating in your urine, prevent kidney stones, 
build stronger bones, and reduce muscle wasting or spasms. So we now know what an alkaline diet is, what it does, and some of the potential health benefits and health risks if you don't follow the diet. But is it something you should highly consider or is it just another fad diet? In an article in Very Well Fit, it was titled, What is the Alkaline Diet? They liked the diet because it didn't require much meal planning. And this is true because it was easy for me to just look at the list and then buy the fruits and vegetables I needed. However, they stated that there's no scientific data that it supports weight loss or even fights disease. In fact, they are concerned that the diet contains no dairy and lacks adequate protein, which was my concern as well. So now that you know the pros and cons, here's my overall opinion. And I'm sure there's good reasons why in the 2022 U.S. News and World Report that they ranked this diet as number 30 in best diets overall. But before I go into why I think it's not the best diet, at least for weight loss, I will say that eating an array of fruits and vegetables every day, that's a must. And the alkaline food list, it gives you ideas of which ones to buy, and that was helpful. But overall, as far as the diet plan, I also found inconsistency with the food list. So some had spinach and potatoes as more like in the middle of acidic and alkaline. And neutral's not a bad thing, but on some of the lists, for example, oats were considered alkaline, and on other lists they were more acidic. So which is it? The lists or guides need to be the same. However, I do know that when testing is done, results can vary. But my next thought is that our bodies go to great lengths to maintain safe pH levels. Foods cannot alter this. The only thing that can really upset this balance is certain diseases that put extreme stress on the body. Okay, and my next point is that the article I mentioned in the Women's World magazine it claimed weight loss will occur without adding exercise. And I do know that you're going to lose some weight without the exercising because you're eating healthier, so naturally that would happen. But it's important to incorporate weight lifting, like even small weights and cardio, into your everyday routine. If you lose weight without exercising, you're going to lose muscle tone and strength in the process, which long-term leads to bone loss and osteoporosis. And then finally, by not eating an array of fruits, vegetables, and yes, even beef, eggs, and almonds, you're missing out on a lot of beneficial nutrients. Because I know it can be hard to get enough nutrients in daily. So what can you do right now to ensure that you are? Okay, so strive every day to eat more fruits and vegetables. Remember, fresh is best followed by frozen. You can start implementing an exercise routine into your day, even 15 minutes a day to start. And, as always, I suggest supplementing with a vitamin mineral. Now, a product I personally use and love is called Vitalite, and it's from the company called 3 International. And it contains vitamins and minerals that come from whole foods. And this gives me comfort knowing that if I miss a day or two with my eating plan, I'm still getting the correct nutrients I need every day. I also like the fact that I get daily amounts of probiotics, digestive enzymes, fruits, greens, omega-3s, and 72 trace minerals and amino acids. So I encourage you to check this out on my website, genieolson.iii.earth. So to end this segment, ask yourself two questions. What am I doing today for better health? And what's one thing that I can start doing today to have better health? Well, I hope you found this episode helpful and insightful. And please share it with one person who you think would benefit from it. 
Then, of course, hit the follow button or subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. Now I want to transition into my next segment where I share a true story in the Rocky Mountains of East Idaho. It's time now for Mountain Adventures. I wished I could say that life at the Anbaro Ranch is boring, but it rarely is. Just when I think that things have calmed down, lo and behold, something else happens. The fact that my husband Nick and I live completely off-grid in the mountains doesn't help either. Things are just tougher. Like the road leading to our ranch. It's a two-mile county dirt road that gets maintained maybe twice a year. At the end of this road is a big sign that says not maintained after November 15th, which means we have to keep it open in the winter. No neighbors to help. That's because we have no neighbors. The closest house is about a half a mile away and it's what's called a summer home. So naturally, these neighbors don't live there in the winter. It's just Nick and I on this road. Now I've mentioned this mountain road before and the steep dugway that leads to our house, but I'll describe it again. One part of the dugway is about a 15% grade. A four-wheel drive is required when the road is muddy or covered with snow. This dugway has an embankment on one side and a canyon with aspen trees, pine trees, and lots of other bushes on the other side. The canyon side is lined with a barbed wire fence, but it's not a very good fence. It certainly wouldn't hold a vehicle or a piece of equipment if it suddenly crashed through it. Well, just recently, there's a certain section on this road on the dugway, and it's been given the name Train Station. Now, you're probably asking why the name Train Station. Well, you've probably heard of the television series Yellowstone, right? If not, it's about a ranch in Montana, and in this TV drama, if someone does something wrong to the Duttons, it's the name of the ranch owners, or the ranch, They tell Rip, a ranch employee, to take that person to the train station, which is a cliff that they dump the body over. (laughs) Now that's not what we do, I promise. But bad things have happened on this infamous dugway, some worse than others. But so when Nick and I were at a family Christmas gathering, two people who shall not be named, Ryan and Cole, started giving us a bad time, you know, in fun, about an incident that happened on our dugway. And it was a bad incident, and it's not one I'm quite ready to tell about just yet. But after thinking about it, we decided it was only fitting to call this section of the dugway the train station. Now when I call Nick and say, I'm stuck at the train station, he knows to bring the tractor and a chain. Almost everyone who has spent any time at the Enbaro Ranch has had some kind of experience at the train station, and just recently it claimed another victim. It's been a very mild winter for us here in East Idaho. A huge difference from last year where we had 12 feet of snow fall. This year right now in January, we've only had about 4 feet of snow fall. More in places and less than others, but when the wind picks up, it blows the snow off of the fields and then you can see bare spots. Well, it was Saturday morning when our grandson Riker called Nick. He asked Grandpa if it would be okay for him and some family and friends to come up to the ranch and go snow machining, or sledding as they call it. Because of the warmer temperatures, avalanche warnings had been out. So they wanted to go where it was safer, and maybe find some snow. Well, it was more than okay if they all came. Well, about two hours later, two pickup trucks, each pulling trailers with snow machines or sleds on them, turned onto our road. One trailer had two sleds on it, and the other trailer, which was an enclosed trailer, had four. The pickups made their way up our road, 
there was a detour out into the field for about a half a mile. The detour went around a section of the road that was drifted in, so the road wasn't all that great. The first pickup, pulling the two sleds, was our son Ryan, grandson Riker, granddaughter Soraya, and grandson-in-law Cole. They easily made it past the train station. In the second pickup was friends of Ryan and his family. There was the driver Don, friend Jared, and daughter Kennedy. Now, I wasn't there to witness this, so I don't have a first-hand account, but I did get as many details as I could from Kennedy. She was more than willing to fill me in. She said her dad, Don, was dawdling. He was chatting away about who knows what, just poking along. Now, in his defense, the road wasn't all that smooth. Now, most of us that drive this stretch of road have learned the hard way. You get your speed up when you start the incline. Now, I'm guilty of this, too. But as Don approached the dugway, he didn't start to increase his speed until Jared finally interrupted him and said something along the lines of, and with a bit of urgency, um, I think you need to go faster, but it was too late. As they neared the train station, the pickup slowed down and came to a stop and started sliding backwards. The first words out of Don's mouth, Oh no, oh beep! <laughs> so backwards they went, picking up some speed until oh, Don was able to put the trailer into the embankment and come to a stop. Phew! And then I'm pretty sure they looked over at the canyon and breathed a heavy sigh of relief. Thank goodness they didn't slide off into that canyon. That was a close one. Well, of course, back at the house, the rest of the gang were waiting for them. I believe a phone call was made between Don and Ryan, and the story was told. Don had forgotten to switch the traction control button off on his dash. That is why he came to a stop. Otherwise, he would have kept spinning, and maybe he could have made it past the train station. But he didn't, and he needed help. But Nick was feeding the cows with the loader, and just as soon as he could, he would come pull Don up the dugway. So they would have to wait. So, might as well hop on the sleds and go for a ride, and off they went. While they were gone, Nick came through the door. You know, this is becoming a common thing. I didn't hear the loader come back. Again. This time I didn't even ask. I didn't want to know. So Nick asked me, You're probably wondering where the loader is, right? Nope, I said. Well, he said, it quit me up on top. He had stopped by the other tractor that has broke down to check out a few things, and the loader just died. So here we are with the pickup and trailer stuck at the train station and no loader to pull him out. But not to worry. The battery was just dead. Oh, thank goodness. So, after everyone returned from sledding, Ryan and Nick went back up to the loader, got it started, brought it down to the dugway, and then pulled Don to the top. I'm so glad it wasn't me that had to drive the pickup. Just saying. While all of this was happening, Riker, Soraya, and Kennedy were in the house getting warm, and we all watched from the window as the loader and pickup made its way to the top of the dugway. And once at the top, Don turned around and headed back down. They would load the sleds at the bottom. As Don headed out of sight, I commented, Man, I hope it's not too slick going down. To which Kennedy replied, Well, if it is, he can swear all he wants, all the way down, all by himself. I think she had enough. Well, hey, there's never a dull moment at the Enbarro Ranch. Remember this. When you've done everything you can do 
That's when God will step in and do what you can't. He loves you. He never said the journey would be easy, but worth it? Absolutely. See you next time.